1: we big up the clothes inside like the party, let's get down to crazy Jimmy, big up myself to known as Alfie, the one and only, the Turkish MC, always love the close of Jimmy, i punk, your want I wanna be, Jimmy? star, new celebrity, will we'll take you.
2: Hello, 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 hello! Everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. we got a live wire show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Eileen! Yes. I ate a Swiss
3: Miss and chocolate <laughs> went all over my crotch. Could you lick it off? I can.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> we're perverted, folks. <laughs> Today's
3: show is so filthy. I mean, you're going to do novenas for us. And pray for our souls.
2: Be- pray for us now. <laughs> because we're all going <laughs> to hell. There we go. Then we got our women behind the boards in West Palm Beach. We've got Danielle. Hello, Danielle. How about, how
3: about- Danny, Danny, Bo, Bo, Banny.
2: Where'd she go? I don't know. Danielle, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. There oh, we go.
3: Sexy <laughs> Ava Gardner voice. Like yes. There we go. Then darling, we got the man
2: behind the you. videos. Scott, what's up in Philly? You're getting snowed on. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, hey. This is Scotty J. There we go, everybody. And we got a chat room full of people. Let's say uh, hi to B. Claudia in Germany. We have... Uh, what did that one just hey, say? B. Hey, oh, Sam Stevens in the UK is in the chat room. We have Jimmy from the Aquarius View, Billy Hess from Long Island, uh, Ali from Estonia. No, Billy Hess is not from Long
3: Island. He's from Westchester. He's Hester from Westchester. Okay, whatever.
2: Anyway, the chat room is full. Jimmy from the. Oh, Sharon, Leah is in the chat room. What's Sharon, up, Sharon? Sharon from Pennsylvania. I heard you got a new song. Yay! What happened to the one I liked? Anyway, we're gonna have a lot of fun, you guys, today. We've got a great guest. Our first guest is in studio. It's our I think it's the first time we've ever had somebody sit with us in studio ever in like nine and since we've been on television. You made history. So we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, the fabulously gorgeous and talented Eileen Boobs Shapiro. Hi everyone. Move the microphone. There we go. Say hi. Hello. (laughs) Say hello to the sisters. (laughs) Hello, everyone. These are the famous knockers that I always talk about. There you go. And Eileen Flew in, you guys, from New York last night to Palm Springs. She's staying with us to go to a bunch of Oscar parties, starting with one tonight. We're going to the InfoList Oscar party, pre-Oscar party tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of cool celebs that have been on our show are going to be there, and we're looking forward to it. And so she's sitting with us live, and isn't she gorgeous? Yeah. Isn't it cool Aww. to see all three of us she on a couch? We've never so done that before. gorgeous,
0: but I feel like and we're I'll- about to see a nip, because Ron keeps messing with her boob, and it's about to be a nip slip up on this show. Well,
3: let's I stop it. this. Hold the mic there. I want you to lean. Put your legs now. Down. See if you can talk. Now lean forward. <laughs> now lean forward, and let's see the knuckle. There we go. I right, mean, go. these are magnificent breasts. Even a gay guy wants them. I mean, really, they're tits for days. <laughs> you have, like, and they're real. They're not water bags. Most chicks have these water bags that if you fill them up and grab the squeeze the tit, you can hear like tide going in and out like oceans.
2: We have all kinds of like people in the chat room coming in. Oh, Everybody so says awesome. you're gorgeous in, in the oh, chat room. Oh, thank you, everyone. And uh, they're all watching us on video and our video's looking crisp and we all look pretty.
3: And you know, we love Eileen. We always talk about her. She's probably like my dearest New York friend. Billy Hess also. You should be here, Hilly. Hilly, Billy.
2: (laughs) Hilly, what's up, Hilly? We want to give a shout out to Mark, Billy's
3: husband, Mark Mark, always. Mark is the best hairstylist in New York City. He's a Sutton Place hairstylist. And if anybody knows anything about Sutton Place, (laughs) it's the place where the millionaires live, zillionaires. And all of his customers are famous celebrities and wealthy women who knows shit from Shinola, and they go to Mark's salon. So,
2: so we also, B, B's saying how great we all look, and she's hey, so happy B. we're all together. On three, let's all say, hey, B. One, two, three. Hey, hey, hey B. B. Yay. Hey,
4: we love you now, fucking, more than life
3: itself. How, how fucking juvenile was that? I, who
2: cares? <laughs> That's why people like us, because we do stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> I want to
5: say hello
3: to Sam. Sam's
2: there. Say hi to Sam. Sam, hi, Sam. Sam, the, Sam. Sam the, the, you handsome thing, and Billy Hess says he loves just guys, and Illy's there, and Billy's now says, "Hey, B," and it's all going to be a lot of fun.
4: I think that's so cool that all the chat room loves each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love to be in the chat room because everyone loves each other like to death, and they really do. It's totally genuine, right, mm, B? No,
2: it's very cool. People, absolutely. So, also, you guys, the weather here is gorgeous. It was 40-something last night, but now it's like going up to like 65. The 70, sun is out, 70. 60, the sun is 60. out. It's gorgeous. Eileen and I were driving in my little
3: yellow Audi TT roadster with the top down, That's true. and I drove her all over uh, uh, the country club that we live in, and she freaked out. And now she said she may buy buy a house. And yeah.
2: you saw Elizabeth Taylor's house, right? Did you? Show no, I didn't we show. Talk- I showed no, her saw
3: Kirk, Kirk Douglas's Kirk Douglas house, Goldie Horn's house. Uh, Did you show for, her Carrie Grant's house? Not yet. I'm saving okay. that. The, first no, that's
4: because you made
3: us come home. Well, we have a show. It's not, <laughs> it's not Carrie Grant's house anymore. It's Ron Russell's house. Yes. you got like, Jimmy said it. he's going to buy it for me. We're probably going to have to pay four million five. So, so we I need a sponsor. Went, no, no,
5: no, 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 <laughs> no.
3: Stop it. Stop it. Now, everybody be quiet. This is very serious. Do you love me? I am very sad. I am very unhappy because I don't have four and a half million dollars. So if everybody out there sent one dollar, we have four and a million people, four and a half million people that watch the show. If you all sent one dollar, I'd be able to buy Cary Grant's
2: house. And then you can all come and have a party in it. It's that. And all you guys would need to like send us some money every year to help pay the taxes.
5: (laughs) And as
3: as an added bonus, Eileen Shapiro will be there, and she'll let you grab knock knockers once, like one squeeze. <laughs> there you go. One squeeze of the knock. For $4
4: million, <laughs> you can do whatever you
2: want to me, honey. I'm <laughs> I <got it>. proud. <laughs> I mean, me too. Me So, too. So what do you think, Eileen? Now, you've never been to California, and yeah, I know. realize you've only been to Palm Springs. What do you think so far in the less than 24 hours that you've been here?
4: First of all, everyone, they have the most beautiful house. It is absolutely decorated, the gayest, most fabulous house in life. <laughs> Okay, now Ron's the one with the gay gene. I'm not so, so sure about uh,
2: Jimmy, Jimmy
4: Jim, yeah. No, <laughs> I know J- Jimmy's, Jimmy's
3: trailer park trash. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but the house is magnificent. The neighborhood is great. The weather is fabulous.
2: It's just an amazing... I'll tell amazing him how great apartment. my office is.
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You walk into his office and all you see is clowns that are scary like from it and you see what's that big thing you have there that's like nine feet tall
2: it's a it's a werewolf a, werewolf. a mechanical okay. werewolf and i have a mechanical jason and i have a bunch of four foot like batmans and darth vaders edward and, and edward scissor hands oh
4: my god you should have i have
2: a RuPaul paul doll that's got a real dick
0: but it's tucked like RuPaul. yeah it's
2: a tucked dick like RuPaul. i feel like it's i would love your fun.
0: office i'm a huge star wars fan and i love scary movies
2: Oh, my God, you would love all oh my, my stuff. God. And almost all, and all the stuff's, like, autographed from the people because they've been on the show. And I collect the Funko Pops of everybody who's got an... Like, half the half the action figures I have, and I have hundreds of them, are people that we've had as guests on the show. I,
0: see I love it. I love it. Can we just appreciate your shirt right now, Jimmy? I love
2: it. Oh, thank you. This is a one-of-a-kind Jimmy Star shirt from back when I was doing clothing design. It's
0: got skulls on it, right?
2: It's got skulls and snakes. It's a tattoo print, so it's got skulls and snakes and Chinese women and... And like all kinds of flowers and all kinds of stuff. And, and it's a one of a kind shirt that I made. Thank you. I think it's fabulous. I love and Ron it. I love has it. on his queen shirt.
3: <laughs> Not that I'm a queen. but I, <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, queen to win because his performance was
2: outrageous. Did you guys see Bohemian Rhapsody? She yes. I'm yes. Talk
3: talking. Okay. I, uh, he lived the part. When he wasn't on set working, he still stayed in character. If he doesn't get the Oscar, it's bullshit. I agree. And Glenn Close has got to win for the wife. She was absolutely stunningly fabulous. Uh, Lady Gaga sucks. She shouldn't get anything. She shouldn't even have been nominated. I mean, she acts like a corpse. She was, and I'm an actor, I know what I'm talking about. Gaga walked through it. If she wins, it'll be because everybody loves Gaga.
0: I I like that movie, but I definitely agree that Bohemian Rhapsody was way better than uh a, oh. a born star I and, and yeah. it's
3: not because it's a tutti frutti movie that i'm voting for it i don't do that it's because it was Tommy Malik was it absolutely was done. awesome if you keep talking this mic is going down that's your. that's okay throat.
2: that's what happens we talk right
3: down your throat this mic is going yeah. and you're going to hear your tonsils tingle
4: i would like to see something down this table.
3: actually
2: b claudia loves queen <laughs> She's dirty. hang on wait wait she hey scott go dirty again. scott did you see bohemian rhapsody I did, and I loved it. But then I'm a Queen fan to begin with, so. Okay. Did you see that yeah. they're
0: actually oh, doing a Motley Crue documentary <laughs> oh, <yeah>. on Netflix? That <laughs> <bet> he is.
2: <laughs> oh wait, we have to- told lots of echo when we talk to you. Now Scott. wait a minute,
3: I wasn't <laughs> finished with my soliloquy. Okay, go ahead. Go back You're to your soliloquy. Fucking broken down homos. Listen. <laughs> um, also, Roma should not win. It was a dog. It was a hideous movie, black and white, no sense. But it will win because everybody wants it to win to go against Trump because Trump hates Mexicans and the film's about Mexicans. So that film is going to win, which is not fair because there were so many other films that really were super, much better. But America always is politically correct and Hollywood's full of shit, as we all know, and they do what's best for Le Dalla, the mula, the money. Billy Hess says Glenn Close is from Westchester...
2: I don't give a shit where she's from. She's, she's fabulous. Actress. She was so good in that movie. The Wife It was excellent.
4: No, no, but The Favourite has to win something.
2: Oh, yeah. Favourite has to. Since Eileen interviewed all the major cast members of The Favourite, she wants them, so she interviewed... And it was
4: the best movie.
3: Emma
2: Stone, Rachel Weisz, Joe Alwyn. Uh-huh. But, but that's because you, you interviewed them. Actually, the that wife. was a good movie. No, it was we a great movie. We didn't see it, but they said it was a it great was movie. It was all
4: lesbianotic and great. Oh,
3: that gay stuff? I hate those things. <laughs> <guys. laughs> Oh, that gay trash. You know, gay people. And it was so
2: British. Gay people should be thrown (laughs) off the planet.
4: Oh, it was was an amazing movie. Bill
2: saw it with me. B. Claudia says that, uh, that, uh, I think what she means to say is that Queen's performing at the Oscars because of it.
3: Oh, good. Yes. I will definitely go up to him and congratulate him. You're not going to see him. You don't know that.
2: He's not going to be at the same party as you. You don't know I'm going to the party that you're going to. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
4: (laughs) We're going to ditch you. We're going to the real Oscars.
3: (laughs) No, let me tell you something. I got a phone call from Aquaman, and he said, you are the hottest, sexiest thing in the world. I want you to come to the real Oscars, and then after, go home with me, and we'll have wild sex. I thought you didn't even like Aquaman. Wait a minute. I said to him, I said, I don't really like you. Yeah, Jason Momoa, I like him. Now, Jace, J- Jason Stateman said, Statham. Statham said, screw Aquaman, I'll take you home. And I said, now you're cooking, baby.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gotta like love they him. They all want me because, you know, it's like no Hang on. Like, like, cause, what's cause it like
2: having sex w- we with We him? don't know what Danielle likes. So, Danielle, who do you like better, Jason Statham or Jason Momoa? Um, I'm not a
0: fan. Jason Statham hands down i i don't like all that uh muscular like he just looks too i don't even know how to like say what he looks i don't know i like uh, i don't like my men so muscular i like my men meaty
2: okay hold on so so scott from a straight man's perspective who who do you like better jason statham or aquaman
4: uh aquaman definitely
2: yeah me too okay good
4: who is big a penis
2: Oh, I don't know who has a bigger penis. Well, that's who I'm like <laughs> I, I,
4: I, I, I've seen Jason Statement's
3: penis, and it's huge.
2: We don't know if All it right, was really him, on. or we don't know no, if it's no, really no. him, or if somebody stuck a head no, on somebody no, else's no, body.
3: No, 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 they did a shot of when he was rolling around in that skirt. Remember, he was like in the crazy house, and he wore like a, a hospital thing. He didn't have underwear underneath. And when he spun around, the the the, the thing went out like six, seven inches, eight inches, nine inches,
2: maybe. The know, robe. Yeah, you, I you're know why I, uh, I.
0: I rewind not, that part a few times.
2: I think though that Jason Statham is a very cool actor. I love that he's in the. He regenerated that whole Fast and Furious franchise, and and all his movies like The Transporter and stuff. They were all good. He's the best thing England's got right now. He's just not. But he's not hes not Aquaman, though. Aquaman's the no, bomb. Jason
3: Stateman's got sex appeal.
2: Statham. That's right, Statham. his name
3: is? Statham? Statham? i do not <laughs> give a shit. I, I British? agree with Ron. Yeah, he's,
2: I think he's British. Yeah, he's
3: British. Or, no, he's not British. Maybe he's Scottish. From, I think he's from Wales. Wales or Scotland. It's all the same shit when you're over there. It doesn't oh matter.
0: But nobody's got <laughs> nothing Scotland, on Charlie Hunnam, though. It's all the same. Charlie They're Hunnam all- is my man. Who? Charlie Hunnam, <laughs> the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Oh,
2: P. yeah, okay. Who? Charlie, she likes Charlie Hunnam. He was the guy who was supposed to be in those those sex books movies, um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. He was originally cast as uh, the guy in that, but he he bowed out of it. I guess he didn't want to be stereotyped that way. No, he didn't. I um, mean, he's be- in the Pacific Rim, the first Pacific Rim movie, which is great, and he's in Sons of Anarchy. He's the star, and that's a great show. I
5: didn't
2: love that. Yeah, he's the yeah. like blonde, the really good looking blonde. You
4: love that, Jimmy. Yeah.
2: This is such
3: homosexual speaking. I hate this conversation. It's So queer. <laughs> I mean, men (laughs) talking about other men. How disgusting is that? Thank God I'm not gay. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. If I were gay, I'd be vomiting now. Yeah,
2: but everybody in the chat room, either. But you got to think about it this way. If there's gay people listening, they love it, and all the women, which we have a ton of listening, they love it. And actually, Jason Statham is from Shirebrook, United Kingdom. That's where he was born. Where the fuck is that? I don't know, in the UK. Shirebrook. Sam, is that near you? And his his, uh, mom was a dancer, and his dad was a merchant and a lounge singer. And he was on the diver on the British national diving team and finished twelfth in the world championships in 1992. And then I guess he wow became an actor and now I'd he's like, like a superstar. I'd like to see him
3: dive in his speedo. <laughs> yeah. And as he hits the water, his speedo
4: comes off. Woo! Yes, Listen, yes. All I know yes. is I'm in the middle of the two sexiest men
3: in life. there. You go. <laughs> yeah, and and we have in the middle the biggest tits in the world. <laughs> You know, the cartoonist that uh, K.O. How do you say her name? Kodrosha on Kiddusha a call. has a comic book. And we're all in the comic book yes, because we, we went to the crazy house and Kings Park <laughs> on Long Island that's abandoned. And we were doing a uh, psychic thing about contacting ghosts. And there was a, a chain link fence that we had to go over. And everybody had... No problem doing it, but Eileen got caught at the top, and her boobs—her <laughs> boobs were hanging over the fence. And we had to, and we had to go push her. We had to go. No, you didn't do it. Stop being I a didn't fucking do hero. It. Very. You, you gotta get in the act. gonna. This mic is going up your ass now, not your mouth. <laughs> if you don't stop, anyway. <laughs> I had to go and with both hands grab her tits and push them over the fence. Otherwise, Eileen would still be hanging there. I would there. still be
5: hanging there.
3: <laughs> She'd still be. Th- and so you guys anyway, the it. cartoonist contacted <laughs> me and he said, Ron, what do you think about Eileen? And did I make her tits big enough? And I said, I don't know. Send me a proof. And he did. He made them really huge.
2: We also need to say hi to Jimmy from the Aquarius View. We missed him earlier before when he... Uh, I don't think I mentioned him Hi, at Jimmy. the beginning. And he's been there the whole time. So what's up, Jimmy? Is the pervert from Australia there? No, I don't see him. Well, how come he's not there? I don't know. His wife probably shot him for being such a perb. So anyway, you guys, tonight, after as soon as this is over, we're going to all go get prettied up and... Uh, Tony and Garrick Lee from Garrick Lee Style TV are coming over, and we're all driving to L.A. to go to the InfoList pre-Oscar soiree hosted by Jeff Gunn, who's also his birthday, and it's at the Sky Bar at the Mondrian Hotel. And we are going to have a really great time. Thomas Churchill is going to be there. Ollie London, who we've never met. Lorene Landon. Jason Woo, right. Jason Prince is in from the UK. We're going to meet with him. Robert Craighead. Daniel DeCriscio is going to be there.
4: Danny, Danny, my boy. Oh, I want to see him. Um, Adrian Wilkinson
2: is going to be there. And then they have a ton of like... a Wait, you, have, n-
4: you never met Danny in No, never.
3: No. Oh, he's
2: uh-uh. gorgeous. Where do
3: you see him in never, person? Never,
4: never, never. But he's a tracks star. So is, he's on tracks Records. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Like oh. Sam.
2: He's Everyone, on tracks, and oh. Dr. Dre's on tracks, and Sam is on yeah, tracks. J- Daniel's and got Mike
4: a, Greenlee's on tracks. Daniel's
2: got a new song Guild out. Pope. I haven't heard it yet. It's supposed to be good. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So we're going to go to this party. There's also people who were in like Wonder Woman, and there's people from the Cobra Kai show, and Naomi Grossman is supposed to be there, which we had her on our shows. Remember her? She's the one who had played yeah, in all the American Horror Stories. I, I like Na- Naomi. She was Yeah, nice. she was fabulous. She No, I don't think Carolyn's going to this one. She's going with us Sunday oh. to the Oscar party. Right. And then on Sunday, we're going to the Oscar viewing gala and that's sunday from three to midnight and we're going to walk the red carpet and do hors d'oeuvres and then do an oscar viewing party and do kind of all kinds of entertainment and we have a great table and i want to know what they're
3: serving it's two thousand dollars a plate vip which we are and i want to <laughs> know what they're serving at the hilton hotel for two thousand bucks such bullshit I mean, they're going to throw a hamburger at us and coffee or something. Either way, we are going $2, to it. Two thousand dollars. I want to.
2: See. We didn't pay two thousand. I'm not out of Actually, mind, the tickets. The we. If you
3: don't stop over talking. No, but I'm giving I'm correct going information. i now bang you. But, in but the you're top giving of the them head. the wrong
2: information, and since those people it's are. It's how I see it. I know, but the tickets are two hundred fifty bucks to go to it. For the peasants. And that uh, <laughs>
3: they're not. They're not celebrity, and
2: they don't sit where we do. We're sitting in the one thousand and two
3: thousand dollar area where the celebrities are. I am a celebrity. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Anyway, um, so for the 200 bucks, they stick you in a bus and they drive you down to Universal Studios and you can eat in the commissary at Universal.
2: And I hope they're not listening because we're going to get uninvited.
3: You know what? She's very nice.
2: She knows my sense of humor. She thinks I'm crazy. Anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of A-list and and B-plus-list celebrities going we know a lot of the people. Several of the people have been on our show. Uh, he took talk pills. I think you can do Oscar, yeah, he? Oscar he Gala. I think it's OscarGala.org if you want to like uh, get tickets. But I think it's sold out. But you can try by going to OscarGala.org. I think you did take speed or
5: something.
2: No, I didn't take anything. It's You're just need to, it's I need to make sure that the right Swiss, information goes Swiss out. Swiss roll. Who wants a
3: Swiss roll on board? Not me. I'm very bored. You're very boring. Okay, and when I get nice. bored, I have to eat.
0: I feel yes. like I can relate to Ron. I'm always that girl that has food in their purse. It's I, Little in Debbie's. Other words, in, the, in other words, Daniel, you're
4: bored too.
2: She's got Little Debbie's. <laughs> I mean, he, he's so fucking like commercial. Little Debbie Swiss rolls. He doesn't rules.
3: loosen
4: up ever. No, they, in,
0: you never even, know what's going to happen. So I always have snacks in my purse and a water bottle. What if I get stranded and my car breaks down? I have food and I have water. I'm good to go. There you
3: go. Well, that's good. So he's eating Little Debbie Swiss rolls. You should always have, like, condoms in your car, too. You never know. I do. I
2: do. Of course
3: you do. Of course you do.
2: (laughs) We want Little Debbie's to come and sponsor our show. Check it out, you guys, because I love love Little Debbie's.
3: Debbie, Little Debbie's. That's how come I got chocolate all over my wang, and I wanted Eileen to, you know, brush it off. And And
4: I offered. I know, but we don't want to upset people out there. (laughs)
3: <laughs> there are those out there that are in love with her, and they get upset. Oh.
2: <laughs> you gotta like love
3: it. So they get jealous because they want their wangs rubbed. Yeah, that's just that's Billy Hess. Oh, Billy Hess is a pig. <laughs> he he is the, the the sexiest pig in the world. And Billy. No,
4: H- no, 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 no. The other day, okay.
3: Oh, wait, wait. Billy Hess got a
2: wang on him like twelve inches or something. Somebody wrote chocolate on the wang time. Yay.
3: <laughs> Seriously, Billy Hess has got like... Ele- that was probably ele- Billy
2: Hess. Oh, Billy Hess just says yes, so I don't know what it is, and he's not the one who writes chocolate on the wing Time. No, but Billy Hess has, has like mule meat.
4: Yeah, but Billy Hess, the other day, his bonsai plant fell. I never heard anything so gay in my life. I he says stop. I will never look at him... Jimmy, shut the fuck up. No, I'm telling him <laughs> what the champ is I sing. will never ever look at him the same. I'm sorry, darling. <laughs>
2: Oh, that was Sam. Okay, so tell him. Tell him. You're gonna, you're now you gonna. You now have to tell him. No, now you have to tell the Billy Hess story. I just did. You didn't tell him what he said. But you weren't listening because your was mouth like, was running. No, I was listening.
4: <laughs> he was. Like, I did tell it. Billy was like, "Oh my God!" i like, "It was the gayest thing." He became a homo, instantaneously. Because if you know
3: Billy Hess, he does not act like a fag. No. Oh, I'm not supposed to use that word. Gays get upset. He used. But anyway, to be, he, he doesn't act like a, a, a homosexual. He acts like a. Hilarious. No, he acts like a. A heterosexual.
2: He doesn't, he's just not flaming on like a prissy queen everywhere.
4: Oh, yes, he is when that bonsai <laughs> plate falls. <laughs> and then you could ask him about his office.
3: Meanwhile, for those of you who do not know who Billy has is, he's probably one of the greatest photographers we have today. He's, yes. He's the movie star favorite, and I'm going to have my headshots done by Billy, and I will pay you, darling. I don't want it for free unless you want to take it out and trade. But anyway. Um, oh, he'll do that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
4: Not even an issue.
3: But <laughs> but I, I want Billy to photograph my new headshots.
2: He said he, he fed his nephew the hawk. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what
4: does that mean? So, so his little four-year-old nephew, Liam, really cute little boy, adorable. So the other day he has a hawk in his backyard, a real hawk, like a hawk, like a bird. He went and tried to feed Liam to the hawk. No. <laughs> he did. He's like, come here, Liam, here's a piece of bread. That's yes. murder. <laughs> it was
2: really funny. <laughs> no, Billy didn't do that. Yes, he hey, did. Hey, you guys, can everybody hear us? Because B says the stream is off here. I don't know what but that you means. you can hear us? Um, I don't know if she means video or if she means audio. It's so Video. Video, okay. You
4: there's can't a, see us? There's oh, no.
3: a big blizzard back yeah, east. Um, and it, we're... Tr- we're, we're tr- sending out from philadelphia which was a mistake we should have gone out through florida no
2: we're going out through florida but there's nothing they can do about it because it's on skype so i know but new york and, and philadelphia are being snowed under so
4: no one can see us at the um, moment i'm working on restoring that right now there why, we go why, why doesn't dean
3: send us out through the l.a tower
2: i mean we're right here Well, there's three- nobody here we're not there there's nobody in the L.A. Topic. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to, to debate on that. He's getting us back, you guys. You can hear us, so so don't worry about it. Um, everybody else says they can hear. No problem. And um, uh, and somebody says, ask about the Coke can. Ask Eileen about the Coke can. Oh,
4: uh, uh, that Sam has a Coke can. Oh, <laughs> a really big Coke can. I'm sorry, babe. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But aside from his Coke can. He also just came out with the most magnificent new song, and he's going to be
2: so fucking famous. I can't even stand it. So the name of the song, you guys, is Common Ground. It was written by?
4: It was written by Sam Stevens. It was written by Mike Greenlee and Gil Polk. And remixed by the fabulous DJ Tony Moran.
2: Which everybody, anybody who ever been to a nightclub dancing has danced to something of Tony Moran, because he's one of the biggest DJs in the history of DJ music. And the expression
4: music. is not coke can, it's
2: beer can.
4: No, Billy made it up Coke can no. no apparently it, Billy saw it first. No, no, uh, no.
3: It's it's a, it's an old <laughs> Sorry, honey. It's, an, it's an old gay expression from forty years ago and it was like, Oh, I picked up this number last night and he had a beer can. So it was a beer
4: can, not a coke can. What's the difference? A can is a can. No, beer is one thing, coke is another. Is a can the same size? I don't care what's in no, it. No, the, the,
3: the beer can is bigger than the
4: Coke can. <laughs> Superstar, I'm sorry about your Coke can.
3: I love it. <laughs> She's such a size queen.
4: I am. <laughs>
2: Terrible. Uh, all right,
4: Now, Big Mouth, you want to talk? It's
3: your
2: turn. No, I'm, hang on. He's texting. He's texting. That's all he ever does. Tony Moran is an icon, they said in there, and yes. I sent the text to find out... Uh, Something and we'll see. And uh oh, oh, you were supposed to
3: announce the big announcement that I just found out because he never told me there's a big announcement on
4: our
2: show Wednesday. So I went, no, I didn't say it was going to be on the show Wednesday. I said this big thing's coming soon. I didn't say we were going to announce no, you did say it.
4: Ron's just mad because he told me first. No, (laughs) you know, I I mean, anyway, this
3: is my show as well. I know, honey. He never tells me anything. He's waiting for me to die so he could take the show over.
2: So in the meantime, um, the same people, uh, you know, that you guys can watch us on Comcast now through the Galaxy Global Television Network. And in a couple of weeks, probably three or four, uh, our show will also be on the Dish Network across the country. So then we'll be on Comcast, Roku, the Dish Network, iHeartRadio, W4CY, uh, all our syndicated stations, YouTube... uh, uh, Vimeo will be everywhere. There will be like almost no place you can't find this. So us, with Comcast, be really soon. you
0: just do Comcast wait, on demand. And look yes, for we're the, on
2: Comcast on demand. And then
0: you just I, look I,
3: for the Jimmy Star Show. Yep. I okay. demand silence. I demand silence. I want the camera to see my beautiful wristwatch. <laughs> it's um, what's his name, Michael Kors. Michael, Michael, Michael Kors. And Eileen gave it to us. I guess as a house gift, and I love it. And it's a tan What's strap. Gift? No,
2: a personal gift. You still have a, uh, a tag on it.
3: Yeah, I'm going to leave it there because it has the price, 4.99. dollars
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's beautiful. I got uh, a pink on, one.
3: It says on sale for free yeah, should- I got
2: a pink rhinestone one. Yes. It's fabulous. <laughs>
5: that
2: goes to tell you who the fruit is in this marriage. <laughs> you got to like love it. For real, how come you left that on there? How come you left the tag on underneath it? I couldn't
3: get
2: it off. I couldn't get it off. (laughs) I just got it two hours ago and I had things to do. I can get you off. Billy actually says that 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 watch was his and she (laughs) took it from his house. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah Clive has just joined us from the UK. Hi, guys. What's up, Hannah? Uh, Billy
3: Billy has. I understand there are many kleptos in your
4: house. (laughs) And I'm not one of them, but we know
2: some. (laughs) Hmm. Hang on, I'm making, i a scene, cause We're gonna. I want to play the video that we did with uh, Garrick Lee at the West Elm, um, West Elm pop-up store thing. But I just want to make sure that everybody can see us again. And
3: so I, and I bullshit you not. His work is so mid-century. If you have a mid-century designed home, and you don't have one of his pieces of work, okay. We're gonna wait a few minutes. We're right, not quite ready. Displaying his work, he does. 1955 Cadillac car in front of a mid-century modern Palm Springs house. Women in fabulous clothes of the 50s. The paintings are so interesting. I not paintings. What are they called? Serigraphs? What are they? They're fab. They're not paintings. They're some shits. I'm not sure. Anyway, they're fabulous. He's got originals and then he's got see what i mean what i did somebody tell you to talk a lot today were you influenced
2: i'm speaking and you're kind of i know i'm telling you 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 said i don't know what they're called and i'm like responding because like i'm giving people actual real information did i say jimmy i don't i don't care it doesn't make any difference who you said what you said i'm speaking see this twinkie you interrupt me all the time guys this is (laughs) real life (laughs) see see this twinkie you know where it's gonna go in a minute it's going in your oh. mouth, actually.
3: <laughs> yeah. You pet your gay buns. <laughs> Who wants one?
2: You got to like love it. You guys uh, you guys should all tweet to Little Debbie and find out if they want to sponsor our show. We like the Swiss rolls. I like the fudge rounds.
3: Debbie has no money. These things are like a dollar a box.
2: You did that
4: very sexy. Mm. You got to like yeah. love
0: it. So seductive, Ron. I have a little bit of a lady boner now. Lady <laughs> boner.
3: I love that. Lady
2: boner. <laughs> Lady boner. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's my That's something th- new. I've never heard of really? that. That's you my thing. You gave me a new word.
0: That's I, my thing. Every I, I time I see more a hot cho- man. More chocolate. I'm coming. I'm Mo- coming. More
2: chocolate fell on my dick. Wait, there's no video yet. No, no, there is video. We're going to do it right now. So All here's right. what we're going to do. What do you want to show? Oh, you want to show <laughs> him you're, you're getting the chocolate off her dick? Off his dick? <laughs> <laughs> off oh, dick? I think the show is so fucking vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you guys, we went to... Everybody loves Lady Boner, by the way, so that was really good. That's a good one. Um, all right, everybody, so here's what we're going to do. Um, Garrick Lee was at the West Elm. Uh, it's a store, and he had a pop-up store. They have a thing here called Modernism Week, um, and it's all mid-century like, uh, architecture stuff, and it's a really big deal. People come from all over the world to go to Modernism Week. And... Uh, Ron did a quick two-minute interview with him about some of his art and where you can get his art, and I put it up on YouTube so we could play it today. So this is uh, Ron interviewing Garrick Lee about his art. Take it away, you guys. Garrick Lee at West Elm. ...piece that I'm absolutely insane about.
6: Yes, thank you. Uh, this this piece was inspired by uh, not only the mid-century architecture, but uh, the fact that people have a hard time saying goodbye when they're leaving a party and they end up hanging around under the portico. So I decided to do Party Under the Portico. It's just a vision I've had for a few months and it finally came to life. And I've got a 56 Cadillac convertible here. And I have a 56 Lincoln Mark III in here, or actually it's a Lincoln Mark II, excuse me, I owned a Mark III, which was a 70, and this is a Mark II, and uh, I love putting the people and the cars together with the architecture and the fashion from that era, and um, some people are still hanging around inside the house, but obviously it's kind of getting time for them to leave because it's almost sunrise. (laughs)
3: Garrick, if somebody wants to buy one of your wonderful pieces, please tell us where they can.
6: They can go to garricklee.com and they can purchase online under Shop. Just click on Shop and I have my greeting cards and I have my artist proofs and posters and they come in various sizes. And these are my greeting cards where you can actually get an assortment of five different scenes in one box and a lot of people are buying this not only to send as a greeting card but to actually frame together so it's almost can become a horizontal or a lineal piece
3: this is ron russell reporting on the jimmy star show with ron russell and i want you to know his work is absolutely gorgeous and if you're mid-century it's a must you've got to have it in your home or darlings
2: you're just not mid-century i know And we're back, guys. All right, everybody. So that was Garrick Lee. You can get his artwork at GarrickLee.com. Go to YouTube and see Garrick Lee Style TV. He's got some awesome episodes. I sounded just like a fair. They're hilarious. And well, you are wearing a shirt that says Queen. No, but did you hear (laughs) my voice darling? I sound like a big old girl.
3: Okay. By the way, too,
2: your hair is so fabulous today. I'm sure Eileen told me that. Oh, my God. God. Eileen told Love. me that she thinks that you, like yesterday when she saw you when we picked up at the <gasps> airport, like how she loves your hair all wild like that, how great it looks. I'm great. I'm Oh, my God. That. We know that. It's so amazing. Who likes Ron's hair? Everybody still to let us know. And Billy Hess said he loves the art.
3: My hair, you fuck, or the art? Which one?
2: I oh, know. He, he likes the art. Well, I'm sure he likes your hair, too.
3: Billy Hess, you and Mark were in California. Why didn't we see you, fuckface? Because
2: they were in L.A. and we weren't.
4: <laughs> so, what? They couldn't come out to Palm Springs?
2: They were only here for like two days. Yeah. Oh, excuse me.
4: They were supposed to come now. And, right. and Billy ruined that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Billy, how come you're not coming to the Oscars with us? Mm-hmm. Type it
3: in, William. We need to know. By the way, folks that are listening, Billy Hess is a very good friend. Otherwise, we would never kid around with him this way. So I don't want you out there to think we're mean or crazy. We are mean and crazy. No, my New York (laughs) friends are so different. My California friends, if you say, ah, fuck you, they get insulted, they cry, they get wounded. In New York, fuck you is a hello. Hey, Jimmy Hess, how the fuck are you? (laughs) Hey, listen, fuck you, you didn't call me last night. You know, it's no big deal, New York, to curse. But out here, oi, oh, they get so crazy.
2: Yeah, people don't like it. People don't curse here anywhere like they do on the East Coast. Well, off the, the ones that we have
3: now, the new California friends curse because they're in the business. They're all actresses. Beautiful, gorgeous blonde girls, so sweet on film. And you got to hear the mouths on them. Make me blush. <laughs>
4: Nothing makes you blush. I
3: can't say who is, but my sweetheart that I love so much, you know who I'm talking about. I do. She's got a fucking mouth on all like a trailer, like a truck driver. I do, no. I mean, she's got a truck driver <laughs> mouth, and she's so sweet <laughs> and serene, and she's so darling. You're
4: going to find out. You're gonna have to blow
3: them to find them. Okay. You know who I'm talking <laughs> Who's my sweetheart that I love?
2: Besides Laureen Landon, and don't say her name. Okay. The one who's been here for dinner?
3: Thanksgiving.
2: Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I,
3: I, and I, I love my loreen Landon. Sarah,
2: I, they, a lot I of people said they can see us again, so that's good. With who? With
4: him.
3: I was negotiating. You don't have to negotiate logo. anything with me. Oh, I know. He jumps on that thing every opportunity he's
2: got. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Too are much gonna information. Freak people out. Too much information. We have straight people that listen to our show. So here's what we're going to do real quick, you guys, because like uh, Eileen and I are working with this awesome new band. And their name is Lethal Injection. They're a new metal, metal band out of Arizona, right? Arizona. Arizona. Yes. They got a new album coming out on March 20th. And we haven't played any of their music yet. But I like it a lot. Um, it's very similar to... Um, Linkin Park. I couldn't think yes. of the name. Very similar to mm-hmm. Linkin Park, who sold millions and millions of records. And actually, for a, for an indie band, they're super successful. They've been number one on iTunes a bunch of times when they release albums and singles. They've... Uh, Opened up for some huge bands, I think, uh, what, Panic! at the Disco, I don't know, a whole bunch of really big yep. bands. And uh, so they're a lot of fun, and I think you guys are going to like it. The name of the band is Lethal Injection. The name of the song that we're going to play is called The Truth, and let me just get an okay from uh, Scott and D Danielle. You guys, are we okay to play this? I'm ready to go, D. You good?
0: I'm good to go, so just give us a cue, Jimmy, and we're ready to rock. All right, everybody, here it is, the Jimmy
2: Star Show with Ron Russell debut for Lethal Injection and the song is called The Truth. Enjoy it.
1: Calico. You said the words again to hide Climb up and look into It feels like I'm lost in time Or maybe I'm just stuck in my own mind Should I give up or keep faith? The point of no return with the keepsake I'll bury you broken with the words that are spoken Focus on what's chosen, feeling what's closest, huh? Yeah, I can't lose now I can feel it more than ever, Wow. wow
3: Georgia Ona Carole has a comic book that is so fun. She's the paranormal, you know, the girl that does all the ghost chases and stuff. You have got to buy because it's about all of us. Eileen, Jimmy, myself, and a few other people. When we went to the crazy house in Kings Park, when Eileen got caught on the fence and I spoke with the artist and he said, yes, he drew her. Hanging from her knockers from the wire fence. So it's going to be a hoot and a hoot. She will sign it for you, and the comic is $20. If she doesn't sign it, I think it's like how much? I have no idea. No idea. But I love it. The illustration is fabulous. The story is adorable. The whole thing is just a piece of work. You should have it on your coffee table in your house. It's fun reading. Look at it. Buy it. Absolutely. Enjoy it. You and spoke, also has you spoke again okay yes, spoke let me see it let me again. see it, let me see it. <laughs> I love being in so the so you middle. guys
2: it's Kajol Shaona Queen of the Paranormal to take over I ended it so beautifully and elegantly and, and you, and you can her, watch her show look
3: look, look a, a, like a $2 no, no, at the
2: circus you block. can watch her show Paranormal 13 News on Comcast on the Galaxy Global Television Network and she's going to be on Dishport Network with us and she's also in all the airports I'm, I'm in, in the, the airport? airports baby. we're not in the airports yet we're going to be yeah because I had to
3: do a thing about Jane Russell, how I met her, and that's going to be my paranormal story, and it will be in every airport all over the world. So if you're at the airport and you see me, stand up, applaud, and scream, oh, my God, Oscar for that
2: man. Yeah, there you go. No, there, there, Speaking yeah. of
4: shows, um, everyone tune in at 8 o'clock or 1 what o'clock. What is this, like you, a salesman <laughs> t- convention? Debbie Perkins is having Sam Stevens on her show tonight.
3: Oh, it's tonight? Tonight. I'm going to be on next week, I think, for an hour of me. I don't know who could take an hour of me. I can't even take an hour of me. (laughs) But you never know. Sam, how are you? And thank you very much for the beautiful jacket you sent. I wore it to one of my parties and everybody loved it. They thought it was way out. Except one person said, who sent you this? I said, a a friend. He said, does he like you? I said, yeah. Well, he said, how come the broken mirror is right where your neck is? (laughs) Because the mirror, uh, he glued mirror to the collar. And it was true because if I moved to the left, I would have cut my jugular vein and died on the spot. See, Sam's really smart. So. I know he is. So it was murder by mirror. <laughs> murder by mirror. <laughs> star. I love thank, you. Thank you, Sam. It was really kind of you and very thoughtful of you and sweet of you.
2: Actually, he says it's going to be 1 o'clock in the morning for him, and so he yes, may be sleeping here. when he does it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 1 o'clock in the U.K., 8 o'clock in New York. And that makes it five o'clock here, five o'clock in L.A. Right?
2: Yes, and he says it wasn't intentional that the glass was at your neck. (laughs) I'm sure. Hey, tell the truth.
4: I'm very sure. (laughs)
3: But 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 the knife that was aimed at my other side of my neck that was not intentional <laughs> so i i had to be all night long i had to look straight forward otherwise i get knifed <laughs> or
2: glass there's nothing you could do straight babe not forward not any way around true true true. true, true, true true you gotta like love it so everybody listen up we want to give some jimmy shit. can we talk about something interesting yeah after i do this promo because we have to do promos for oh that boring um I so know, everybody boy. you can hear us every week on w4cy radio from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time uh, with the fabulous Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell with Scott and Danielle. Every weekly live, you can get us live. Then you can hear us on K4HD Radio in L.A., Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbeam, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, Comcast On Demand, and soon we'll be on the Dish Network. Now you can go, Ron, talk about whatever you want. I just fell asleep. Oh, well, well.
4: You know what? We're all like laying on top of each other. That's right. Yeah, well, that's, that's cozy. <laughs> it's so cozy. But I, ha- I, feel, I, have like, to I say, feel like we're
3: like, like, almost oh, in Jimmy's laugh. I have to make a statement, and it's not a downer, and I don't mean to bring this, this show down. I just want to say, um, Chad Murphy, you're Aww. so missed and so loved. It's not a, lot a of downer. Well it brings the show down because Chad has passed away and I'm devastated still um still in shock over Chad's passing. He Absolutely. Was, he was such so a beautiful sweet. young man and strong and healthy and muscle-bound and had a heart like g- of gold and he was the sweetest kindest guy in the world. Absolutely. All so, right. In memory of Chad Murphy. There you go. And now in memory I'm of Chad Murphy, have Thank a lady you, boner.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> I said in memory like when now we learned a new word though, lady boner.
3: You like that, huh?
2: Oh, I do Chad like
5: it. So the, Chad next, the, next talk, hysterically.
3: the next, the next time you get a hard on, I'm going to say, "Oh, look at Jimmy's lady
2: boner." There you go. He's
4: got a point. <laughs> How does it?
2: <laughs> that's terrible.
4: Jimmy's got the point. <laughs> that was
2: terrible. The little point. <laughs> I don't think that was fun. That wasn't funny. But it shut
3: you oh, up laughing. for a while. <laughs> shut him up for a while.
2: <laughs> I don't know what he, what's in him. Everybody <laughs> in the chat room, though, actually likes the lady boner thing.
5: Uh-huh. You're
3: welcome, well, chat let, room. Let's not beat See, it, it doesn't
2: work for a man. But let's not beat
3: the lady it boner thing. It depends on to the death. man, honey. Okay,
2: so we'll start. Well, we're not beating it to death because we'll probably never mention it again after today. So. Yeah,
4: but it
2: depends on the man. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so who's a man that gives you a lady boner?
4: But people
3: on the out that listen to well, us and watch us, they like. Do, do we have another three hours? <laughs> Let's
2: see, like, like Ron's lady boner, since he's also a lady and dresses up <laughs> as a woman once in a while, is Carrie like he likes Carrie Grant and Jason Statham?
3: All right. Is- Meanwhile, uh-huh. let me straighten you out on the dressing up like a lady. Huh? I was an illusionist and I did it for forty-six years as a stand-up comic. I never dressed as a lady in my private life, I never would. So there. I'm not a sex, what is it, transvestite? A transvestite? No, I'm an actor. Transgender? Listen, I in the film I just shot, I was a minister, the new film coming up, I'm a, ma- I'm a mafia guy, and I've played a priest and I've played on Charlie's Angels, a detective, on Sarah, a cowboy, and on uh, McMillan and Wife, I forgot. <laughs> You forgot. Well, I was so in love with Rock Hudson. I want your autograph. No, you... but I was in, when I met Rock Hudson for the first time on the set of Macmillan and Wife, he was standing about two feet in front of me and he spoke. His voice was so baritone, it vibrated. My chest was vibrating. And he was six foot four and I looked up and I saw that gorgeous face. Oh, he was the most beautiful man in the world and very nice to work with and very sweet and very kind very very good fella i'm surprised eileen
0: didn't say that uh, ron gave her a lady boner I mean, when we were Bang, asking huh? her. what, 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 what? what
3: does this, this <laughs> drunken woman say <laughs> the I said,
0: i'm surprised that eileen didn't say that you give her a lady boner ron
3: no, we're, we're like brother and sister. We kid around. I grab her tits. Sister grab, and sister. She grabs my yeah, dick. Sister I grab and sister. Her. Sister and sister. We we have, we, I grab her tits, she grabs my dick. We do it for
4: fun. I have seen Ron's dick, by the way, everybody. It's fabulous. And she has seen Billy
3: Hess's dick, and she has seen Steve, Sam Stevens' dick. I mean, she sees everybody's dick.
4: There's nothing wrong with seeing a nice, big dick. She's a dick opponent.s
2: <laughs> We're going to get kicked off the air.
3: <laughs> for sure. A dean dean you hey <laughs> <laughs> Dean used to get upset, he used to say, Ron, too many fucks, keep it at three
2: fucks. Well, see, we're not talking fucks now, though. We're Now we're just talking dicks.
4: I'm talking dicks.
3: I know, but you know what? The world talks this way. What do you think women talk about girls when they're hanging out together? They say we're having a dick fest. No. Exactly. Look, look at a good friend of ours. I won't mention her name, but she banged a very, very important actor who's got muscles for days, and he's the sexiest guy in the world. And she said his penis was so little. She said it was the tiniest pinky. penis. A pinky. She said it was so sad. This gorgeous guy with these huge muscles. And he had like a three inch little bird. All right. If oh you my can, God.
4: If you, can, if you can do it with any, anyone famous, who, who would you do it with? You first. Oh.
3: Um, good you stole his act. I love
4: Anthony it. Anthony Hopkins.
3: <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. I you know, know what? I knew that for some reason. I have met
2: Anthony Hopkins. He was a dear friend of Lee Winkle. He's so hot. Actually, Lance Henderson is my favorite no, actor. Anthony Perkins. But I made a play for him already. Anthony, and Hopkins,
3: is a top- <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is a
2: little shriveled up old man. I don't care. If you guys saw the movie Meet Joe Black, when Anthony Hopkins at the beginning of the movie, he's sleeping and he gets up and he has. he's just got pajama bottoms on and he's looking in the mirror and he's having a heart attack. Like I thought, I was gonna pass out. I was so excited. It was so the most beautiful so thing weird. I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, run your
4: turn. Me. You. T- mm-hmm. I, I. I don't have one. You can do man or woman. A woman.
3: Jimmy can't, but you can. Yeah, woman. Uh, uh, what's her name? Charlise. Charlise
2: Theron. Oh, I love her.
3: Okay. Also, Michelle Dockery. Love her. The, the, Dockery. Dockery, the English actress from Downton Abbey. Love her. Um. Women my age would have been, in my day, Sophia Loren for sure. Uh, Jane Russell, who is my best friend. I can't think of her sexually because I never had those thoughts.
2: Oh, Dean's in the chat room. He says no Fs or Ds, Ron. <laughs> Jean, Jean, Dean, Dean. I- Dean, we're hoping that Hi, you're doing Dean. okay.
3: Wait, how are you? And what the fuck happened in Costa Rica? That chick you with knocked the shit out of you. You know, you got to keep away from those 21-year-old fireballs.
2: Anyway, he says no Fs or Ds. He doesn't want you to use either one of them. What's a G? What have we been talking about for the last...
3: Dick Tracy?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Talking about the (laughs) shalama ding-a-ding-dong.
2: Anyway, (laughs) Dean, we're sending you positive healing vibes. Hope everything's going good and hoping you're having a good time. Yes. And they want to know, Eileen, who's your pick? All
4: right. Ready? Don't forget. The list is long. (laughs) It's so long. All right. If I can have... If I can't have Sam Stevens or Billy Hess, I want
2: Adamant. Everybody knows that already. That's no big secret. But, uh,
4: Adamant. Just Billy said, Idol. <gasps> Billy Idol. I'll do Billy.
2: Billy Idol. I would do, do, do you,
4: Ron, if it wasn't for Jimmy. Mm, thank you.
2: There but you go. No,
3: I, I wouldn't do any of those people. I, I think Adamant is homely and scrawny with that beard. He's too dyed looking. You should. You know me-
4: what? Liza Minnelli in her book said that he was the best sex that she's ever had. So what I, does
3: she know? She's a cop head. <laughs> she's so loaded on drugs, she wouldn't know if it was a vibrator. Liza Minnelli, you know, I don't like her, so I, I know, you know
2: whatever I want. I know, I know. I've had an encounter with Liza, Liza. You didn't like a lot of people, though. Oh, you, because you told me you didn't. poor, which for me, like, because being a clothing designer, Karl Lagerfeld was such a icon.
3: I didn't say ever that I did not like him. I said I met him at Cote Basse and no comment.
2: OK, Karl, he was such an icon. All the big superstars are like writing all these things about. Karl, how he Lagerfeld, was so great.
3: Karl Lagerfeld sat there and I was trying to be sociable and he stared at me like I was from another planet. He is the most arrogant, conceited, stuck up. Piece of marble I have ever met in my life. And why he's so conceited, I have no idea. He had leather gloves on. I thought he was going
2: to make snowballs. But you know, he's like the most iconic person in fashion. Not for me. Uh, Versace was. Uh, I agree
4: with you. I totally agree.
2: Lagerfeld dressed,
3: I don't know who. I love Versace. I never bought Lagerfeld, but Versace I adore.
2: I I enjoyed Versace too. too.
3: Me too. Lagerfeld was like, like a Nazi.
2: All the Sex in the City people wrote really nice tributes to him because I guess they all did stuff with him.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, if if you're somebody and he kisses your ass, you're going to like him. But he didn't know who I was. I was with Perry Winkler. And I, the reason we went over to the table was Perry's husband, Lee, left Perry for Tony Holt. Carl Lagerfeld was sitting with Tony Holt. So Perry said, we're going to say hello on the way out. And I said, Perry, why would you talk to the woman that took your husband away? She said it wasn't her fault. My husband's fault because he wanted to go. And I thought, wow, what a wonderful way of looking at it. And Perry and I stopped at the table, and Perry spoke to Tony Holt, who's a big newscaster. And I was talking to Mr. Lockerfell. <laughs> and he just was totally above it and oblivious to what I was saying. It was like I wasn't even there, I was a vapor. And I just thought, you know, you look at your skinny, ugly old man with gloves, give a, get, a, get over it yourself. I'm a, I'm a beautiful star. so i mean i I don't lie about celebrities you know if they're not nice and i have reason to say they're not nice i do but there is so a k ballad my k just died a couple of weeks ago she was a dear friend of mine she made lasagna for me uh she was just the most
2: sweetest woman in the world. A lot of people don't know who that is. You're going to have to tell them who that is.
3: The mother-in-laws, and she's a great singer. Kay Ballard was a very famous performer. Then a week before that, my Carol Channing died, who I loved Carol also, as all the guys in Palm Springs. Carol was very gay-friendly, and she loved the gay boys. So we always had opportunity to be in Carol's company. So I've lost a lot of people. Jane Russell, Mr. Blackwell, Tab Hunter. I mean, I've really lost all my, my old crew. So now I'm stuck with the young ones. They're boring bastards. They're not boring. They are so boring.
4: You know what? Everyone I interview, I totally love. I really, really do. Can I I, say hello to Mike? Hi, Mike Todd from Get Out.
3: What's up, Mike Todd? Hi, Mike. I thought you were in Palm Springs. You were coming to L.A. in Palm Springs. I think he is. That's what he said on Facebook. I think
4: he is. Is he going to come to Palm Springs? I don't know about Palm Springs, but he'll be in L.A., I think. That's why he, he didn't he send me to.
2: any messages because we should have him come for our oh, dinner he party had Friday. When he was like dying. Okay.
4: He really was. Yeah, Mike, come Friday.
2: Yeah, yeah, Mike, come out to the desert Friday night and drive in. and It only takes an hour and a half to get here.
4: Mike Todd is the editor and owner
3: of Get Out Magazine, which is a great, great gay magazine in New York City. It's the biggest publication, and Jimmy and I did the cover of it.
4: Yes, they have been on the cover.
2: Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to repeat it because, like, because uh, you changed your mind. But anyway, so <laughs> no, okay, no, let's man. talk about. It. So we've all interviewed a bunch <laughs> of cool people. Who's your favorite interview that you've ever done, Eileen Shapiro?
4: My favorite in life,
2: oh, Adam Ant. <laughs> of course, it's Adam Ant.
4: But after that, after that, I, I have to say Sam. I do.
2: Okay, there you go. That's yeah, because
4: you're in love with Sam. It's
3: prejudicial. Okay,
2: what about you, Ron?
3: My favorite interview? Oh, it has to be Tony Curtis. I've never met anyone with the most vivacious, wonderful personality, with humor. Tony Curtis and I look alike, and I think we're related because we have the same humor. T- Tony had a dirty mind. He was always with double entendre. He'd say one thing that meant something else. He was the friendliest, the kindest, the most loving, the most adorable man in the world. And I'm, it's another one I lost, and I love Tony. Uh, we had the best times together. We really had fun. And so hold on we've also wait, wait, and when i asked tony i said are you gay he said no i'm not gay i just like sex with everybody <laughs> so that was a sansa. set
2: so you guys also then uh uh our our video genius scott has his own show called titan rock titan tv and uh and he interviews rock stars all the time so give us a who's your favorite interview you've done uh, thousands of them who's one of your favorite interviews you've ever been able to do I have. It's a really tough call, Jimmy, but I have to say uh, probably Rick Allen from Def Leppard. That was really cool. There you cool. go. Yeah. That's freaking huge. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> you got to like like it. I don't know who my favorite is because I've had a bunch. I-, I like a lot of them.
4: Mine is also Rick Springfield. I wish you oh,
2: Rick Springfield I love. So, okay, so Ron and I were out. The other- Was that last night? We were like talking because he's like, who's Rick Springfield? He was thinking it was Bruce Springsteen.
5: I know.
2: <laughs> he thought Rick Springfield was Bruce Springsteen, which I love Rick Springfield. But, you know, Bruce Springsteen because is like an icon. Our friend, Melissa Niederman, her husband
3: is the guitarist for him.
2: Yes. Okay. That's how
3: it came up. Well, he was. But wait a team. minute. You asked me about. So I, I told you my male favorite interview. OK. I have to give you my female favorite was Jane Russell, who was my buddy, my best friend for a lot of years. Uh Jane Russell was very good talking about her boobs in the in the interview. Um everybody thinks that Jane Russell's built like Eileen. No way. She was a thirty-six B. Go to YouTube and look for the Ron Russell, Jane Russell interview, you'll find it very interesting.
2: Absolutely. It's got a hundred like fifty thousand plays.
3: More wow. than that, I think by now. That's big.
2: That's a lot on YouTube.
3: Well don't forget that's, that's it's it's about a ten year old interview. And when I went on more. I, more. I was on Time Warner Cable. And um, I did that interview when I asked her what bra size she was in 1940. And the the head office called me up. And that bitch old lady that was on our network, she was an interviewer. (laughs) She squealed on me. She went into the office and she said, who is this new guy, Ron Russell? He's talking about Jane Russell's breast size. And they called me in. So I went in and I'm talking to the executive and he said, what's that all about? I said, well, let's put it this way. The show ran for 20 minutes, got 16,000 views. He said, okay, have a good day. There you go. So they only care about ratings. They don't give a shit what you say or do. And I didn't ask anything vulgar. I didn't do like I do with Eileen. I said, Jane, what size bra were you in 1940? And she said, a 36B, that's all. Because they always write that she was a 38D. And she didn't like that because she was not a heavy chested woman.
2: Okay, so hold on. Let's let's continue. So let's do a bucket list. Who's the who's the person that you want to interview a whole lot that you have not had an opportunity to interview yet? And that but that you really want, which I already I know what Eileen's in besides Billy Idol, besides you have to come Billy up with somebody Idle. else. You have to come up with somebody else.
4: All right, all right. Um you know what? My bucket list was this. I had three people on it, and it was Adam. Keep the mic to your mouth. Okay. It was Adamant. Okay. It was Rick Springfield, and it was Billy Idol. The only one I haven't interviewed is Billy Idol, but if you want me to, I just interviewed Men at Work. That was fun. Um, I interviewed Spandau Ballet. I don't know. Um,
2: All right. Well, then. All right.
4: I want to interview Ringo Starr because he's a Beatle. Okay. Or Paul McCartney, either one. I think Ringo.
2: Okay, he's got the Ring St- Ringo Star All-Star Band or whatever that we've had. Uh-huh. We know people that have been in that band that we had on. We had uh, Gary Wright on the show, Dreamweaver Gary Wright. We had him on the show, and when he was in the Ringo Star All-Star Band.
4: So so was Colin Hay, the guy I interviewed.
2: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ron, who's your bucket list?
4: Very easy.
3: Michelle Doherty.
2: Oh, Michelle Dockery. okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: I love her. I How about love you?
2: Her. Wait, I wanted- wait,
3: wait, i got to plug her. Outside of uh, Dunton Abbey, You have got to see a a TV show that was canceled here after one season. Two seasons. Two seasons. She is the new Betty Davis. She can do anything. She's English. She has the best New York City American accent. She is absolutely beautiful. She is absolutely the most talented actress we have today. And I'm so happy to say that she's filming Dunton
2: Abbey now. It's coming out in september
3: and it's coming out in september and i cannot wait so if anybody in england knows michelle tell them i adore her and i would love to interview her because she is the talent of today she's the talent of yesteryear of the great uh studio actresses she's just a brilliant girl brilliant and so pretty
2: actually that too uh uh, Sam wrote interview Marilyn Manson. I used to hang out with Marilyn Manson before he was Marilyn Manson when he was still Brian Warner. I oh, thought he was and, Marilyn Monroe. And uh, we used to like hang out in the clubs and stuff before he became very <laughs> famous. And Downton Abbey, you guys, is a great show. And they just because it's, it's all like, just because it's all like prim and proper, I mean, don't think it's not a good show. Because no, I didn't no. want to watch it because I thought it was going to be stuffy. It, but it's very, once you start watching it, you can't stop.
3: It, it's very salty.
2: It's very very and, good, and
3: fun, and and wonderful. And everybody uh, gives a fabulous performance. And
2: I want to. Uh, I'd like to interview um, Jason Momoa and Charlize Theron because they're like my favorites.
3: Charlize, I want to bang.
2: So hold on. So let's go, Scott. All right, Scott. Who's your bucket list? You haven't interviewed yet. Who do you want to interview? Whew, that's a good one because I'm compiling it right now. But uh, you know what? Eileen actually brought up a great one. Paul McCartney. I mean, he's up there. Um, you know. And then, uh, of course, I think. Uh, Oh, God, who else? Uh, Steve Tyler, Aerosmith, that would be epic.
4: Yeah, I agree with you there.
2: Yeah, and uh, oh, God, who else do I want? The President of the United States, that'd be entertaining. Which one? The one we have now? (laughs) The one we have
5: right now.
4: (laughs) You know who I want to interview, and I swear to God, I call Buckingham Palace and everything. I want to interview that queen. Like the real queen, not, not a queen. just <laughs> Not a queen. Because you've interviewed lots of yes. those.
2: <laughs> you interviewed Ron like, what, five times?
3: Exactly. <laughs> <Excuse> me, everybody <laughs> chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. <laughs> Jane Russell, my buddy, was in England, and she had an audience with the queen. Uh, I want to interview her. I asked Jane Russell, <laughs> what's the queen like? And she said a cardboard cutout.
4: You know what? But she dresses cool.
3: Sam, but she doesn't honey, talk. can you do that for me? She doesn't talk. She doesn't give interviews. She just bows and smiles when you kiss her hand. Now, who the fuck is she that you got to kiss her hand and treat her like a star? She's a woman. I mean, this king and queen stuff's going to go. Th-
4: it's a challenge. I I, I want to interview her. I want to, when I get done but with her, i her sex life with, and everything.
3: We have princes and princesses, and we have the queen, and then we have homeless people. In California, the largest amount of homeless people in the world are in California. Wait,
4: what does it have to do with the queen?
3: Because the queen has so much and the poor people have so little. Get rid of the queen, make... England, a democracy that helps the poor. The Queen doesn't really do anything. Yes, she, she does. She pretty. makes she makes money for the she be's pretty. She comes out and yeah, she doesn't, little, doesn't really do anything. She comes no. out and her but little if you, if you sold all her Sam, je- stick up for me. No, if you sold all her jewelry and all her bullshit, and how much it costs to support her and the prince and the princess, who gives a shit about those people? They're just people that that somebody put a title. But look at you can say but the she's same a thing. Real queen. Look
2: at the Kardashians. They're like nothing. They've they, been yeah. they basically and, and, they become uh, famous uh, for fucking people. And
3: I'd like to know how much money they give to the homeless they don't give money to the homeless you know we're working benefits now in palm springs of which i'm a part of because we have so many homeless people here now who ran away from the freezing weather and i saw on television two days ago that four or five have died here because it got so cold at night and i just think it's a sin that we treat humanity less than we do animals these are people these were somebody's uh, children once and nobody cares. They're just laying in the street, and you look at them. England and say, has
4: a lot of homeless people, too. The
3: world, it's not the because world of the Queen. Does. No, but the Queen should do something with all her fucking money. But I don't know she, What about here, though?
2: Nobody's doing anything here. Yeah, really. Well, we're not talking about here, we're talking about the Queen. <laughs> Here, don't our, our queen, though, that's running uh, this country, is not doing anything either. <laughs> no,
3: don't, don't say anything bad about Trump, and don't say anything Who? good at Trump, Who? and don't say anything good about him. Keep it neutral, or you'll lose half of your following. There you go. But Donald Trump, instead of spending ten million billion dollars on a wall, should put that into housing for the homeless, medical assistance, and take care of his people. These homeless people are not uh, here. Uh, illegally. These people are born
2: Americans, most. They're and white, most they're Most of blonde. them are veterans, anyways. Yeah, a lot of veterans. Which, by the way, yes. if you go to helpamericanow.org, no, what is it? Is it helpingamericanow.org. Helping America. Helpingamericanow.org. Our friend who we met with Sherry Belafonte, her name is Raji Reichert. And she has a nonprofit, Helping Homeless Veterans, um, and it's called HelpingAmericaNow.org. You guys should check it out because she's really cool. And what she's trying she to do cool. to give back to the world is really amazing. Is I cool. mean, these, really ve- cool.
3: these veterans face the horror of being killed in a war. I mean, that's something that I'd like to see. How many of you out there would do? You're probably shit in your pants. but being a soldier or whatever and fighting for this country and the safety of us and then we let them lay in the gutters because they are mentally ill, they have all kinds of problems from the war, are aging, terrible. They Are aging orange and mental disabilities and or still they have lost a leg or an arm and they can't care. It's, it's a sin. America, you're not so hot. Not as long as you treat your f- citizens this way.
2: There you go. War sucks anyway. Sorry. Look War at all the things War we're talking sucks, about. And now these, these home... Look uh, at all the different things, too, that we're talking about. No, but we have a
3: beautiful park here in Palm Springs. And um, across the street from the park is a supermarket called Ralph's. A very nice supermarket. And, you know, at my wow. age, we pee every 30 seconds. <laughs> So I had to pee in the supermarket, and I ran to the toilet, and it was locked. It had a code on it, you know, buttons you push. And I ran up to the front desk. I said, why is your bathroom locked? I have to pee. And if I pee all over myself, that's an embarrassment, and I'm going to photograph it and sue you because I'm a public figure, and I don't (laughs) want people to see me peeing my pants. So she looked at me like I was insane. She said, well, here's the code. I said, answer me a question. How come all the other supermarkets have open doors you could go in? She said, because across the street is a park of homeless people and they use the bathroom. So they rather them use the the street, the park, they pee on the trees, they do cocky on the walkways. They'd rather that than let them go into their toilets. I mean, it's a sinful thing. Ralph's in Palm Springs, everybody write them, complain, say, get rid of the code. Let people of all kinds go and use the toilet.
2: We need some common ground. Nope. Oh, there we go. That's the new That's single, it. too. Yep, You got to love it. <laughs> the way she found to move that whole but thing in there. No.
3: She lied and said, we don't want the homeless. Oh, then she said to me, because they shoot up. I said, honey, they haven't got money to eat, let alone buy drugs. What's shoot up?
2: Half of them are mentally ill from the war. It was terrible. It's
3: just that Ralph's. I so check I, out Helping I don't America. go to
4: that Ralph's, by the
3: way. Check I, out you
2: gotta And, and like I love. help them out because
4: they're cool.
3: And I know that many people out there are now going to tell Ralphs that they have to get rid of the buttons, because it's a free world. And and if you open the the door to me because I'm white and normal, and you're not going to let color people or or homeless sick, people, sick people in, that's bullshit. Talk about Trump being a racist. How about Ralphs? Ralphs <laughs> Ralphs is a racist supermarket. It right, is. You, though, uh, you're going to be sued tomorrow. You know no, that? I, no, I'm not. Because this is my opinion. This yeah. is my opinion. That's right, it is your opinion. It this, is your opinion. This is not a fact. It is your opinion. This is only strictly the opinion of Ron Russell, not the network, not anybody. It's my personal
2: opinion. He doesn't like Chick-fil- Chick-fil-A either, though, even though they make great lemonade. No, because,
4: Chick-fil-A's bad.
2: Because they're like, oh they don't like God. gay people. They
4: don't like gay people.
3: Well, now they, never, s- ever eaten now they in my said life. not to buy barilla, barilla pasta, and I love barilla. Well, oh, that's Joe. your
2: favorite one.
3: I know, but now they said the gay people said don't buy it for some shit reason. You know, the world has gotten so politically correct that it's incorrect. I mean, years ago, we didn't have any of this nonsense. Everybody got along, blacks, whites, yellow, browns, greens. And, you know, we called each other names. We called slang names, like guineas and, and and whatever. And nobody got offended. We laughed at it. Today, you say anything, oh, we're offended, we're suing. And this rape bullshit that everybody's out there getting raped now and arrested for raping. Oh, my uh, God.
4: You're not talking it, it, about Jesse, are you? I'm no. talking
3: about whoever Who's Jesse.
2: Did, I'm
4: it's talking from Empire. Oh no! I'm right. talking about he doesn't
3: know who that is. I'm <laughs> talking about I'm talking about victims. A very famous movie actress has a gorgeous son. He's a model, and I said to him, "Do you have a girlfriend?" He said, "No." I said, "Are you gay?" He said, "No." I said, "Why don't you have a girlfriend?" He said, "What?" And break up with her, and then she claims I raped her, and I go to jail. I thought, what the hell? Are you kidding me? He said, oh, no. All my friends worry about that.
2: Because girls today, if you break up and What, with- is it like 18 or something, right? He was really young. Yeah,
3: 18. And then he said a friend of his didn't call a girl back for the second date. So she called the police and said he raped her. And he never did. So we're really in a sick
4: world of jacked up people. I'll tell you what. Whoever goes out with me, I'll sign a waiver. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, honey, a you re- a. You, your
3: reputation, <laughs> your reputation, you know, is out there. nobody yeah, know, <laughs> you don't have to have.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't make any difference because don't you guys watch law and victim law and order special victims unit? Even if you're a slut, if you say no, it means no. <laughs> We love law and order,
3: special victims unit too. I I, I could could bring you up on rape (laughs) charges, Jimmy. You could. Yeah, I could because I say I have a headache and he doesn't care. He Uh, just runs over the headache (laughs) and rapes me. I'm a rape victim. You weren't too loud
0: last night. Uh, Hey Ron, I hate to break it to you, but there's been studies that have been done by scientists saying that if you do have a headache, sex doesn't cure that headache.
3: No, but I don't have a headache, I use it as an excuse. You know, what he headache? doesn't really have
4: a headache. He's lying. Yeah, yeah just, uh, he's not He's not in the movies. mood or whatever.
3: And then he he does the same thing. Want to make love, honey? He said no. I have a bad stomach. What does it have to do with? Do you? Me? I, All the time. I have a bad
2: stomach a lot. Uh-oh. That's because he wore it out over the years with other people. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. So hey, you guys, is our next guest on the air on the line? Um,
0: you didn't tell me you wanted me to call her yet.
2: No no, I don't want you to call her, but I mean is she on? Like you can see if Let- she's on cuz I thought we would play a song. We would play her hit song Temptation and then once we play her hit song uh, after we play after we start playing it, you guys get her on the line. How's that?
0: It looks like she is online indeed.
2: All right, so uh, both of you guys start the song at the same time. after I announce it, I'll say no, she's good check out the song Temptation and then uh, with our next guest Karina and then you guys start together. How's that?
0: Sounds good. Just give me the wave, Scott. Uh, all right everybody
2: here we go. We're getting ready to call our next guest so here's one of her hits check out Karina's Temptation. Uh, that was it, right? <laughs> that was the end. Was All right, everybody. That's "Temptation" by Karina. Karina, just say something before we introduce you to make sure we can hear you. Hey,
7: welcome, everyone. I there you go. A great time in the snow. We've got crazy
2: snow. There you go. I love it. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Rice Ruh. Yeah. We'll do that over. Wow. Now everybody we want to Now everybody we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, recording artist, actor, writer and producer Karina. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I hope everyone's doing wonderfully. You're all so beautiful. Thank you. Aww. And so are
3: you. Karina, you are. Karina. Remember that song, Karina, Karina? <laughs>
7: People sing I- it to me all the time. yes.
3: I've had I had a f- uh, you're the second Corina I have met in my life when I was a kid my sister who's older than I her best friend was called Corina oh. and that's and that song was out at that time and I remember how the lyric go Corina Corina you're my something girl. I don't even know what it is heard it? <laughs> I heard
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy was Jimmy was born yet so hang on let me introduce you to everybody starting off with my cool outrageous man about town co-host Mr. Ron Russell it's so nice to have you here Halle Barry.
7: <laughs> <laughs> thank you I love her so that's a compliment thank you. I
3: love her too I think she's a brilliant brilliant actress my daughter was Miss Teen Long Island and the year before her Hallie won it Uh And Hallie gave away the uh, trophy to her. And I spoke with the pageant people, and they said the minute they met her, they knew she was the winner of the year before my daughter. And she was—they said she was the most charming, the most sophisticated, the most intelligent. And this was the. uh, Then my daughter went to the Miss America pageant, and Hallie—I think—dropped out at some point to be an actress. But she's a charming girl.
2: I, oh, didn't get, nice I didn't get to
3: talk to her, but I saw her on the stage.
2: So hold on, keep because we got to do all these introductions before no, we have minute, this long I
3: conversation. Tell her <laughs> what a compliment it is to her! Because if you if you see Halle Barry in person, she's absolutely stunningly beautiful with the cheekbones, a little nose. Her face is symmetrically perfect. She reminded me of Queen Nefertiti, the statue of Queen oh. Nefertiti, oh. and so could so you could look Egyptian. Oh. <laughs>
7: my birth name is actually Aira, like the opera okay, oh wow sure. cool. I, cool.
3: I love that opera yeah, yeah. what a beautiful name too. So are you italian
7: no i'm puerto rican my parents are from puerto rico
3: oh puerto, puerto rico my favorite new york people <laughs> when i was a little boy we had all puerto ricans coming into our school and everybody was freaking out oh the spicks are here get them out of <laughs> here the Puerto Ricans, the Puerto Ricans, we hate them. Get go back to fucking Puerto Rico. And I used to get so upset because my best friend was Manny Rivera, oh. and I, and I had fried bananas, and I used to go to the house, and then I went out with a friend of mine. She was gorgeous. Her name was Gloria, and she had green eyes, and she was Puerto Rican, and I was crazy. That was before I, he was a homo. Yeah, that, <laughs> this, this, is, this is back. This is back in 1956 when Puerto Ricans started to come to New York, oh, yeah. and all the whitey. We're having nervous breakdowns because here come these like weird things from another planet. And I went to the parties and man and no we would dance and dance and dance all over. And we had the best time. The Puerto Rican people I love. And my dearest friend in the world is uh, uh what's her name in New York? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm seven honey, I'm 78 years old. I can't find my dick when I have to pee sometimes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. uh, my, well, yeah, I know. Uh, the the film festival lady that my, I forgot one, now. She's a Puerto Rican. I love and adore her. Anyway, and we got to introduce mother, You got to
3: see her mother. What her a hot tamale. Her mother's five feet tall, spike heels, golem made dress, hair, makeup, earrings, and at a wedding, she dances and we dance. What is her name, my dearest friend in the oh, world? Friends? Huh? No, no, the, no. The, the mac, the, no, no. We like her too, though. Oh, what is her name? She's a sweetheart. Anyway, I love Puerto Rican people, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I no, don't do that. You. Puerto Rican people are full of uh, heart, zest, and energy, and they're just delicious people. So
2: hold on. we got to finish introducing her. So our guest. Elsie. Elsie. Elsie McCaw. That's, El- a, that's not her real name. No, though. That's her actual name.
3: She's married to, what's his name?
2: <laughs> anyway, we have a there's a film festival we, we used to go to every January. It's yeah. like a horror film festival and she runs the horror film festival and she uh, operates under Elsie McCobb And I have to tell you something,
3: she's a hero because she's been fighting breast cancer for several years now and she's winning. So that's the good thing. Hey. My Elsie is winning.
2: So we have our guest co-host today, Miss Eileen Shapiro, which I know you know since that's how we met you to come on the show. Who is,
3: su- who is suffering from She's suffering from breast Enlargements.
7: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
2: love <laughs> it. I'm waiting for them to explode and kill us all in the room. <laughs> so then we have um, we have uh, our sound engineer who's in Florida. Her name's Danielle. Say hi, Danielle. Hello. That hello. Voice. Hello. There you go. That was good, hello. Danielle. And then we have our videographer taking care of all our television stuff. His name's Scott, and he's actually in Philadelphia. Hey there, Karina. Love you. Oh,
7: thank you, honey. How are you?
2: Great, now, great, Karina, thanks. how much snow do you have?
7: Oh, my God. Tons. It's been snowing for, like, three hours, which is weird for New York City, you know? But, um, You're in Manhattan? it doesn't seem to be sticking. Yeah.
3: So Manhattan's getting all that snow? That's rare.
7: It's really weird, yeah. I don't know. We just came from upstate uh, Hudson by Columbia County, Forget and we it. always get, like, massive snow there. So
3: I'm a native New Yorker, born in Brooklyn, so I remember... The snowstorm of 1949 it huh. was oh yeah uh, it was a snowstorm that was we couldn't get out everybody was locked in their houses we dug tunnels to get out Wow. And then the sidewalk, 'cause the trucks would push the snow up on the sidewalk, right. and o- o- us kids, we play king of the mountain, throw each other off, try to kill <laughs> each other.
2: So hang on, now. so <laughs> hang on, so for everybody, 'cause I want uh, anybody who's younger who's listening to us, in case then you're like the free, well, a freestyle queen, and we're actually Ron and I are really good friends with Expose and a bunch of people from your genre. Joy, yeah, uh, joy. They've been on our joy, show a ton of oh, times. Joy,
3: Bruno, I love. Yeah. Yeah, Joy, she's, Joy is she's, an angel. We she's love her. She's been
2: a friend of mine for like 25 years. She's I like really fabulous. Season. I love Joy. Joy is special. So so you're a freestyle queen. And actually, we've had a bunch of them because we used to go to all their shows, especially in Florida and on the East Coast. So we met, she'd bring us backstage and we got to meet all the different, uh, like TKA, I don't know, all those people from your genre, which now I can't think of all of them. Sapphire, like, uh, yeah, yeah, Sapphire, all those people. No, which, I, I like Suave. Oh, Suave. Suave. He like. Hey. Uh, wasn't well, he cool? He is the. Yeah, cool he's very picker.
7: sweet, yeah.
2: and and
3: so cool. I love the way he dresses. He's got yeah, that yeah, yeah. 1945 cool. elegant
2: look. He's That's my right. favorite. He's my favorite. Lisa, 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 Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, all those, Couple girls, those girls. Sweet oh, Sensation. Yes, all of them. Yes, yeah. actually, uh, um, Scott is friends with Sweet Sensation, right, Scott? Uh, Jade Starling, Pretty Poison. Yeah. Wow, oh, Jade.
7: Jade is cool too. I love her. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Karina,
3: yeah, she's a good friend of mine. You she's reme- a friend of mine too, Scott. You, wait, hang on. Do you remember B-N-G-B? Yeah. No, she's not she, freestyle, though. She's a good friend. No, and, she's a rap artist. Like, yes, yeah. rapping. No, no, no. no. r and She's singing regularly now. And oh. Lily
2: and Lily McLeod?
7: No.
2: Lily, won't, won't know Lily McLeod. McLeod. No, she won't know Lily. She was big. She was on X Factor but that's now and that's not but back then she had a big hit but I was trying to make a her point her hit was get, walk it, get out of the rain I don't know that. no that wasn't it Wendy, you know Wendy Moten no oh, Wendy Moten those are all R&B people and she's like a freestyle dance person so well, it's but different but I, I
7: listen to R&B I listen to all kinds of music yeah. actually that's what
2: I was going to say music people listen to yeah. all so yeah. all they- well, I'm trying. I'm trying to like shout your praises so anybody who's never heard of you checks you out. You guys, this is like the freestyle queen. She was like has major hits. We just played "Temptation." She had "Whispers." Now that you're gone, we played "Summertime." "Summertime" earlier. Um, she's a huge hit. And and not only is she still doing music, she's also like every like Madonna reinventing herself all the time. She's an actress. She has a new show getting ready to debut in New York called "Voices in My Head." Yes. On tele- on television, you've seen her in all my. My Children, One Life to Live, As the World Turns, New York Undercover, Cosby, um, and uh, she's also done some cool films, um, and she even did a, a movie called Fortunes with Peter Dinklage and Funny Valentine with <laughs> Anthony Michael Fa- Hall, and Anthony Michael Hall's been on our show.
7: Yeah, and I played um, Frida Kahlo and Tim Robbins' film Cradle Will Rock. Um, so- Susan
2: Sarandon and Vanessa Verde, yeah. oh, John Cusack. So
7: cool.
4: yeah. What was that? I Go. said, that's so cool. You've
3: yeah, got, got good credits. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to ask. This is a conversation show. We don't ask questions like stupid questions. Okay. Like, why did you want to be a singer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who gives a shit?
7: Right, <laughs> um, exactly. Please. I agree. Um, I, have maybe, a, I have a video of myself. It's old. In, uh, in Japan, we were doing like a whole week of eight-hour interviews a day that started like at six o'clock in the morning. And every single interview started with, so when did you know you wanted to be a singer? And one day I was PMSing pretty awful. Like, and I'm in front of the camera, unaware the camera is like on me, and I go, I was this old. I knew since I was born, and I was so annoyed. And it comes off; it's the funniest thing to watch. <laughs> it's like I was a robot. Yeah. So I, so I appreciate this being a conversation.
3: If I get interviewed a lot, and if ever they ask me, you know, what, what made you decide to be an actor? I said, well, it could have been while my mother was giving birth to me. I was reciting Shakespeare. <laughs> A stupid! Stupid answer like that, and they get the hint. Rather than saying, "Oh, shut the fuck up! Don't ask me that stupid question." <laughs> right, right, right,
7: right, right, right.
3: But some of these interviewers, I don't know why they call themselves interviewers. But our show is a fun show, and it's unfiltered, and you could say whatever you like. We could curse. We could like real people. Make believe you're in Brooklyn, in my house. <laughs> in the South Wait a Bronx. minute! Wait, in Brooklyn, we're in the kitchen. We're South sit- Bronx. Oh no, but I'm from Brooklyn. Screw her. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's better than the Bronx. Please. <laughs> Right, Brooklyn? Nobody, everybody wants to be from Brooklyn, but anyway, we're in my. I never heard that, <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> we, everybody, make every, we are in my kitchen having Entiman's crumb cake and coffee. We can't get Entiman's crumb Swiss. cake here.
4: How about little Susie's that, or little Susie's, Su- little little Debbie, whatever they are?
3: And that's what our show's all about, and that's why we've had some major stars on our show. I mean, really, Academy Award winners. And they all said, I have never enjoyed a show like this, I'm so relaxed, and you guys just make me feel like I'm your buddies and that's what we want you to feel like. Thank you. Because you're a sweetie. This
7: is so comfortable and you guys look like you're just hanging out. I love it.
3: Yeah, that's what we do. We, we are just <laughs> hanging, and we're so we don't do drugs.
2: <laughs> I have to say too, uh, uh, on a compliment. I know we were talking, and you look you look like Haley Berry, and like all these things. But considering like how long you've been working as a successful entertainer, you haven't aged a freaking day. Like you look the same as you did like back in the eighties and nineties. Oh,
7: that's that's thanks to my mom. I haven't I haven't had any of the Botox yet, but I've been thinking about.
2: You don't need it. <laughs> You're, You're so gorgeous. <laughs>
7: oh. No, but thank
3: you. That's so kind. Thank. Don't you. Don't screw up your face. I, um, you know, uh,
2: uh, uh, my
3: friend who, <laughs> my friend, uh, standing like Debbie now. <laughs> There's an interview with Debbie who's. No, in, no, 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 no 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 Shut up! I don't care. I'm going to oh tell. God. She inter. She's it's interviewing me, and all Debbie <laughs> does is. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell her when she interviews me. Knock it off! Oh my god! Because I can't take the. What is that? Debbie, well, Debbie, she interviews. She don't know which fuck she's doing. So she, she she tries to think of a question to ask you, and it's um, da 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 da, um, da da Any when I'm on her show, you will hear me say, to her, "Debbie, knock it off, get rid of that crap." But I forgot now what I was going to say, which is not uncommon. Yeah. For my
5: <laughs> <edits>. <laughs>
3: you gotta oh, like love it. So let's let let's let her. Let's oh, let her, about not aging, Gloria Hermandez married some guy and lives, the girl I went out with, lives in San Diego. Uh And Teddy Gaglius, who married her cousin, Puerto Rican girl, he's Greek, had a a reunion of a 50,000 year wedding. And when I walked in and I looked at Gloria, I thought, oh my God, this fucking broad, she's got a face shot up with plaster. And she's young, and she's Uh gotta be like my age, 70 something, 75 or 76. And I said to her, "You look incredible," she said, "So do you." So I thought, "Well, it's not Puerto Rican jeans. Because <laughs> I'm not Puerto Rican, I'm Italian. But what difference between Puerto Rican and Italian? Fried bananas. <laughs> Who
2: knows?.
7: Latin <laughs> so, know was Jimmy.
2: Plantanos, plantanos. I love plantanos. I love that's so, so delicious. So we want to get in a good plug for you here. So you have a new show. You got to tell us a little bit about it. It's called Voices in My Head, is what I wrote down. It's debuting yes. at the Flamboyant Theater or the Clemente. I don't know. I guess that's the same thing. On March twelfth. Tell us a little bit about what's Voices going. in My Head because Eileen's uh, going I'm to going. it. I'm going. I'm so excited.
7: Yes, yes. Oh, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. We're gonna have a good time. Um. So basically, uh, I was a child performer. And I don't know what I like doing most. It just so happened that I got a recording deal first when I was about 18. Um, and I discovered that I could create characters. Actually, I was creating characters. I lived in a very abusive household. And so when I wasn't, you know, scrubbing walls and cleaning and taking care of my little sister and brother. I would uh, go into my bedroom, lock myself up and create characters and perform in front of my bedroom mirror where I had this sort of uh, fantasy audience that, you know, my story is that I brought the audience out into the world one day and just from visualizing, like I totally believe that. And so my first show I wrote back in 2000 called uh, Fear in All of Me because believe it or not, I've been performing my entire life and I suffer from incredible stage fright.
3: Oh, wow. Go away.
7: Yeah. So I, you know, I have a, uh, a pretty uh, good octave range that could literally completely go away if I get scared enough. I cannot sing. So I, uh, I wrote Fear in All of Me with the, with the idea being uh, feel the fear and show up anyway. And I do these characters that would tell stories about my life uh, things that I went through but as people that I met like my best friend Ayelet who was an Israeli girl and uh, this uh, transgender that I met like 30 years ago uh, by the name of Bambi. So I had all these wonderful characters and then this time around I wrote Voices in My Head uh, which is really the Voices in My Head is is my creative process. Everything I've ever done from singing to writing to creating just about anything, including I've written sitcoms and um, uh, full-length feature scripts, and we've shot a few things, shorts, uh, have come from voices. Usually they're the voices of, say, my grandma, uh, my dad now who has passed. And oftentimes they're just voices, and it's it's almost like inspirational voices, and I like to think of them as... Um, you know, Puerto Ricans are very spiritual people, and my mom was big into santeria and that kind of stuff. I'm not religious. Right. You know, I'm
3: now, not wait, religious. now, can I go back with you? The reason you were in an abusive relationship was your mother, want, like uh, Maria, a friend of ours, her mother wouldn't let her date. She was 18 years old. She wasn't allowed to go out with a boy. They used to sneak and if the mother found out, she'd beat the shit out of her daughter because stay away from boys. Was your mother that kind of a Puerto Rican with yeah. that old-fashioned, that very old-fashioned, traditional uh, craziness?
7: But on top of that, yes, to, uh, to that question. But, so um, you,
3: you weren't allowed to date boys or go to parties and anything?
7: We weren't allowed to go out, really. Uh, however, my mom was also a suicidal manic depressive.
3: Okay, Ugh, so you have your hands full. Yeah,
7: so she, you know, I thought everyone's parent uh, was trying to off themselves basically all the time. It was just the most normal thing to call nine one one and be like, "My mom is passed out." So the first show sort of dealt with that with humor, if you can believe it. I, at my best friend Ivan Diller, um, many years ago, we were having breakfast and basically. I was telling him some horrible stories. Every time we got together, I tell him something else horrible from my childhood. And he would laugh so hard. And he'd say, I've never met anyone that could tell me just the worst stories and, and make me laugh. You should write this into a show. And that's how my first show happened in 2000. And then now this one. Yeah. It's finding the humor in life's craziness, really.
3: So let me ask you one more thing. Do you believe that being abused made you stronger and better that if you came from a different family, you wouldn't be who you are.
7: Oh, absolutely. I, I, um,
3: I believe that also,
7: yes, 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 yes. And I, I also, you know, I really do believe that when we come in to whatever, in in my case, this lifetime now, I don't know that there's certain, I don't know if I'm going to call it deals, but they're spirits that we sort of are in a group of and we come in to fulfill some sort of a purpose. And I don't know that I could fulfill the purpose of being an example for people of just some of the worst, some of the worst challenges and scenarios you can imagine and still finding truly the beauty in life. And that's what my work is about. It's about saying to people, you know, let me reflect, uh, let, let me be a reflection for you. Like, look at me. And if you're going through some horrible shit, let me tell you some stuff. And together, I, I not only can you tell your story, but we can heal each other, you know, and you're not I alone. Love
3: it. That's sure. like somebody once wrote something about me. They said, Ron Russell is a white, uh, what are, wait, a, a white privileged. privileged man. And I wrote back on Facebook, "Privilege my ass. My father was from Italy. When I was bad, my father stood me in a corner, took his belt off, and whipped me. Right. My father used to throw me across the room. Yeah, I, never, I didn't like my father very much. Right. My mother was another one that she was okay, but she would never go against him because she'd get shot in the head. So right. she'd let him knock me around. Uh, I came from privilege, my ass. I came from privilege. I was a war baby in Second World War. We didn't have coal to heat our house. We didn't have gasoline for the car. We couldn't buy tires. It wasn't privileged. Right. People today are privileged. that's
5: right. so you know,
3: I you know uh-huh. if they if they lived my life, they would appreciate the things I like I love tires on my car now, and I like putting gas in because that's a privilege.
7: you know what <clears throat> i i was I was born in Spanish Harlem. Um, And I where, was. twenty
3: sixth street. One hundred and
7: from one sixteen to one nineteen.
3: And what avenue? Third.
7: Park Avenue and Lexington Avenue. Oh, where? I know,
3: I know, I know the avenue. I know the I know you well, too. I'm sure I you do. I love it. I had a lot of friends up there.
2: Okay, so go I'm ahead.
7: Was, so I was born there, and I was raised in the South Bronx when it was the burning times, and so. Uh, we live in one, of, we lived in one of the buildings surrounded by other burnt down buildings and that was very normal. So when people see me today, um, uh, in, in times when I've had an opinion about something or I went against something that I thought was uh, an injustice, people would say, oh, of course you get to talk that way because you're privileged and I'm like, first of all, I'm fucking Brown. I mean, how?" <laughs> I hate I'm that shit
3: <laughs> and I'm gay, so I'm not privileged. Being Hello. Gay.
7: So it's like privilege my ass. I'm a woman, I'm strong, which makes me a bitch. And then, I mean, I could just go on and on. I'm like, and on top of that, I was raised on food stamps and government cheese. So if I have nice things, I've busted my ass for it. I deserve it. If I want to feel good and look good, why does that make me privileged? I mean, it's like
5: good
2: I- for you. Good, good, good for you, girl. You keep it up. You're it's fabulous. Crazy. I Thank love you. you. Oh, thank so you. I thank have a que- I have a question because we have a lot of people who want to be entertainers who watch this, and the fact that you have stage fright, I think, is a really and you've overcome it, and you're always working to overcome it. I think that's a big deal. Tell people that, like, at the height of your uh, at the height of your your singing career, I mean, you were probably playing arenas with like thirty thousand people or something, right?
7: Oh yeah, oh so yeah, I did. Um, I remember one uh, the very first huge thing I did was Candlestick Park. Um, And I remember uh, coming in to the back of it where all these other incredibly famous singers were. And uh, I'm not like a a fan kind of... I'm the kind of person that can look at someone and really appreciate their work and inside be just screaming and on the outside just be really kind of cool. And I was just surrounded wall to wall with some of the most incredible singers and stars. And I remember... (laughs) since I was sort of backstage, they kept saying, are you ready? We're gonna get you on, are you ready? And when they pushed me out, when they said Corina and they screamed, I literally went deaf. It was like white noise. And that was my very first experience with that, uh, with the people in my uh, mirror, my bedroom mirror sort of coming out because that's what I would see when I was a child. And I almost couldn't move. I almost stood there frozen. And what I have found that's crazy, Is that the more people the less fear I feel the more I can see them so when people are this big or rather I'm this big on stage I'm good there you put me in a place where I can actually focus in on any individual people like my show (laughs) <laughs> Which is why I and I'm like dying before I come out every single time you'll see it you'll see it because I'm very be sorry well, to nervous?
3: Karina Karina can I can I blow your mind right now yeah. you have four and a half million people watching you live
7: oh my god that's true. And, we're all, <laughs>
3: and we're all over the world we're in England, Australia everywhere
7: I
1: love it oh, so, you
3: got, so you haven't got any stage fright you know <laughs> When when I do when I make movies I go into a coma, I'm I'm yeah. no longer me. I go into another transcendental state. I don't know where I am, but I, I I don't. Everything is like weird and fuzzy. And I concentrate on what I'm doing, so I don't have stage fright. It's just some kind of schizophrenia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hang on, it's Eileen's
4: turn. Go, Eileen. What were you gonna say? On, you, on your opening night, are you gonna like be scared? Do you need a hug? I mean, tell me. <laughs> if she hugs you, sure. She'll smother you if she hugs
5: you. Oh my
7: God. I love it. I love it. I, yeah. I mean, I we you know we have that pre party and uh-huh. I'm usually such a mess that my my group of people are like, you know, you can't come out because you're just gonna be falling apart. You're not gonna make any sense. I'm like, we'll figure it out on the day. Just leave me alone for now. Yeah, <laughs> I I literally get sick to the point where I'm like, meh and then you <laughs> throw me out there and it takes me about Probably about two minutes to just let the room go. And then I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna
4: be thinking about you in the audience for that two minutes and praying for you. Thank but you. I know that you're
1: gonna be great. <laughs> but
3: let me tell you something to make you feel better. Do you yes. know who jo- Joan Crawford is, the actress?
1: Yes, of course. Yes. Okay.
3: Terrified stage fright.
1: And yes.
3: in front of a camera, she was wonderful. But you okay. put her in front of people, she was Peeing herself, vomiting, fainting. She had to drink everything. Joan Crawford was terrified.
7: Oh, terrified. Barbara Streisand apparently has the worst stage fright. Stage
3: fright. Yeah, it's
7: That's amazing. Be-
3: that's because when she sings, she's afraid snots are going to come out of her exactly. nose.
7: Exactly. I don't care. I
4: hate
3: <laughs> I, I, so, <laughs> so I have all the people that Did you, you ever had, have snots come out of your nose. <laughs> right now, actually. <laughs> 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 it's not an un, it's not an uncommon thing for singers, you know, because if they are breathing, they hit a they hit a note, drool comes
2: out of their nose. It's true. I love it. <laughs> so, out of all the people that, who has been one of your most favorite people that you've actually performed with or uh, been in concert with or mm-hmm. done on tour with? Like, who are some of your favorites?
7: How? Oh, wow. Let me see. I'm going to say, I'll say this. Uh, I've worked with a lot of really cool people, and there have been a lot of people that have just been absolute and total assholes. So, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't
4: we all have I want to know who they
7: are. <laughs> I know, right? That's most <laughs> interesting interview. I would <laughs> love to say that in terms of like um, really well-known people, the, some of the most amazing people I met were actually in the film world, uh, Tim Robbins and Ooh, Ruben sure. Blades. God. Oh, my God. Oh, and Vanessa Redgrave. Holy crap.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, love, love, you,
7: love, right? love these people. And in terms of singers, I, one of the people that was really the nicest, Lenny Kravitz.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, how
7: cool. Yeah, he was not only super cool, but really just, I don't know, his spirit felt like really down to earth. But, you know, a lot of people, when you meet them, you generally meet them in like some over-the-top red carpet bullshit party, and they're feeling themselves. Thank
3: you, thank you, thank you. I feel the same way.
7: (laughs) It's true, you know, and so you don't really get to see who they are and you don't really get to feel them and it's like and so everyone's pretending and and so you there's hasn't been anyone that i've gotten close enough to that i can honestly say this person is this way or isn't that way but lenny kravitz we were waiting to be interviewed for a washington radio station so we just had like 30 minutes waiting in the hallway and he was awesome you know but that was like a personal moment yeah
3: well do you know who jane russell was
7: he just reminded me. Yes, I know Jane Russell. I
3: love. She her. was she was my best friend for many years. We hung out, and she was probably the most down to earth, honest broad who used to say to me, "I don't know what happened. The Lord was fo- was guiding me. I turned a corner, and I was in movies." She said, "I never wanted to be an actress. I never thought about it, and I have no idea how I became an actress. Uh-huh. Really and truly, and she couldn't have cared less about it." Absolutely. She hated hated making movies. She hated the business, and if somebody said, "Darling,
2: let's do lunch," she'd go like this. <sighs> she hated phony people. So we've got we've got four minutes. That's that's real quick. First oh. of all, you guys, you can find Karina on Twitter, you guys. Which I don't know if you followed me back, but you have to follow me back.
7: Oh, I think i do- me too. I'll check.
2: I'm Doctor Jimmy too. Star, but she, she's Karina. Yeah. Oh Oh, Kat, Kat Ayala. So it's C O R I N A K A T T A Y A L A. Yes. Oh my God, I did that. Ayala, Ayala, sorry.
3: I have to to complete the interview. Who's your husband? When did you meet him? How long are you married? And are you terribly in love?
7: Oh my God. Okay, so my husband is Joaquin Maceo Rosa. He is as beautiful as his name. Um, He is, I met him. I did my one woman show, the first one. And someone who came to see it wrote something for me. Um, And I met him because there was myself, there was only four characters, myself, Mr. Wrong, Mr. Right, and Mr. Right Now, and believe it or not, my husband (laughs) is playing Mr. Mr. Right.
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Mr. Right Now.
7: (laughs) No, I love those. I love those. Is that we, uh, we never learned our lines because if I tell you we fell in love immediately, So when it was time to perform, we couldn't give anybody cues and we made it up and then we won the festival
3: (laughs) (laughs) that goes to show you're better than the writer and the director. I love it. (laughs) So how long have you, how long are you married?
7: Uh, 12 years now.
3: Good. Congratulations. And how many children?
7: None.
3: Oh, okay. Not everybody wants children today.
7: Well, our projects are on our children.
3: There you go.
2: So hold on.
7: And.
3: These
2: are our children. Oh uh, yeah! Yes, yes, us too. So Aww. wait, tell everybody because we've got two two wait, minutes. How I, I want to
3: sign off from her. I have to say something. I absolutely find you to be the most charming, the most beautiful, smiley, happy, outward personality. Why you're ever shy on stage? Do not be, because as a, as an audience, I would adore watching you and seeing you. You yeah. actually connect with people. Okay. So get over that bullshit. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I really do care for much about you.
2: I'd like you back again. Yeah, we'll have her back. But hold you on. Love her. Hold on. Yeah. You tell us, how do people get tickets for your show?
7: Oh, so let's see. If you go to Corinavoices.bpt.me, uh, so it's brown paper tickets, and you okay, just look it. up voices in my head.
2: There you go. And you guys or follow
7: even, Or even com.
2: There you go. And you guys follow her on Twitter. She's yeah. also got a sitcom in development, a debut Latin album coming out, and a memoir in the pipeline. And when some of those things get ready to come out, just shoot me another email and we'll bring you back. When you do I the will. Lat- oh, my God, Wait. this
7: has been so great. I love it.
2: Next time back. we'll bring you Wait, on earlier. When you do the Latin
3: album, because, you know, I know how to do the cha-cha, the mambo from my day. And I was good <laughs> at the, cha- the cha-cha with some dance. Let me tell you. I used to cha-cha my ass off all over the floor.
2: So, anyway, (laughs) we wish you all the luck with your show, Voices in My Head. We want to thank Eileen for introducing us to you. Yes, thank you, Eileen. You're absolutely wonderful. You're You're so wonderful. And we will see you soon. And good luck with the show. And keep us posted. and, And anything you need, let us know.
7: Thank you, Ron. Thank you all. Thank all you right, treated. you guys.
3: Bye.
2: bye. Nice to bye. know you, Cody. All right, everybody. Ciao. Ciao, thank ciao, you so Bella. much. Bye, bye, everyone. Yay. Bye-bye, honey. What a fabulous lady. What a fabulous show, nice. you guys. We had a great time, you guys. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. We want to thank Danielle and Scott. Uh, we want to thank Eileen for coming with us. We're getting ready for a record. And we <laughs> want to thank Eileen's sisters for showing up. There we go. Uh, and you guys, chat yeah, room, thanks, guys thanks, everybody. for having me. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>